This episode is brought to you in part by Alora Farinway's debut single, Riding a Tiger, available wherever you get your music. Alora Farinway is a young Canadian singer-songwriter who creates dreamy folk pop with the hope of transporting her listeners to another world. As someone who struggles with depersonalization and derealization disorders, conditions where you feel outside of yourself, you don't feel real, where the world around you isn't real and you're floating through life, her felt experience carries over into her music. Her lyrics and soundscapes imitate a dream and invite the listener into a world of color, glowing crystals, and often friendly animals. You can check out Riding a Tiger by Alora Farinway, available on every major music platform, and follow her on Instagram at Alora Farinway for a splash of color in your feed. Visit alorafarinway.com for links to everything, or hit the link in the description of this episode to find out more. This episode of the Upper Discussion Podcast is brought to you in part by Whiskey Lane. Launched in Kelowna, BC, and now expanding to Montreal, Whiskey Lane is on a mission to share their obsession with quality food and drinks with growing audiences by keeping the best local flavors on their minds and on their tongues. No matter what your business needs to grow, Whiskey Lane knows how to make it happen. Whiskey Lane, bringing long lines to the producers of specialty food and drinks. Go to whiskeylane.ca to find out more. And that's Whiskey the Canadian way, without an E. Hi, I'm Tom Zalatni, and you're listening to episode 315 of Up for Discussion, a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Look, everybody loves watching cooking competition shows. Seeing professional chefs go head-to-head using limited ingredients with intense challenges and set amounts of time, watching them whip up brilliant dishes under pressure. But what if a culinary competition show eliminated the chefs? What if we pitted the foods themselves against each other, round after round, to determine the best food of the year? This is that competition. This is Munch Madness. Before we dig in, I'd like to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where I'm recording is situated within Jojage in the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyankahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. So I want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and with the indigenous communities of that area. All right, we've got two matchups coming up today in the first round of Munch Madness 2021, and they are, of course, between first seed pasta and 16th seed bread, and and 8th seed rice and ninth seed burgers. Now, Pasta took it all the way in our 2020 tournament and was crowned the winner of Munch Madness 2020, while Bread just barely squeaked its way into this year's tournament, getting just enough votes to edge out honorable mention chips at the last minute. Rice and burgers, meanwhile, are middle seeds, meaning that they each got a pretty similar number of nominations, which to me means they're pretty evenly matched. Popular, but not necessarily one more popular than the other. But, of course, I am not the one who gets to make that call. Every week here on Munch Madness, I'm going to be calling up two guest judges to defend their favorites, and if we get a tie, I'll call up a third surprise judge to break that tie. My guests have told me nothing about their opinions about any of the foods being discussed today prior to these calls, so I am going in with absolutely no idea who's going to win, beyond the internal predictions that I have made that I am not going to share with my guests because I don't want to influence them in any way, shape, or form. Alright, let's get into it. 
So the first person up on this week's episode of Up for Discussion, Munch Madness 2021, the first person who's going to be helping me figure out who advances beyond the first round of our championship is Tung La. Tung is the creator of The Pod Cavern, which is a uh, wonderful podcast network full of fantastic comedy shows that you should absolutely go check out. Uh, I've been on a couple of them, uh, including Talking Tung and two episodes of Ranked that you should go check out if you want to hear me and Tung do a whole bunch of giggly goofies together uh and uh he has of course also been on this show uh at least once i think once so far right yeah yeah once. yeah and then another show yeah um, that's right yeah. you did natural toonie with us as well tongue and right. i are buddies he tongue is like the ontario version of me a little bit <laughs> exactly yeah. yes i am the shadow of you the shadow is, yeah. is ontario shadow? the shadow of quebec no actually i take that back yeah, yeah. You you're know like what? you're like the pure yeah. the pure of heart version of me <laughs> yes that's right that's right <laughs> well uh thank you for joining us today yeah i'm excited let's get right into it um, i i want to i want to do this yeah, yeah i'm excited munch madness are you kidding me let's talk some food <laughs> yeah so i figured you know this is a competition show not even really a competition show it's a show where we you know functionally every episode we're going to be ranking two foods as first and second in each round right i uh, see you have stolen my ranking uh, idea from my show that's Tom. right this is uh <laughs> up for discussion lists of uh things in one and two yeah, just just a top two list yeah <laughs> with really really limited nominations um, but of course i thought you know what who better to reach out to for the first episode of this than someone who ranks things on a weekly basis so before we get into round one uh, i will quickly go over how this is all going to go down in terms of how the winners will be determined each round so uh tung is the first person i'm talking to today but not the only one i will also be talking to someone else in the second half of the show you'll see who that is later or you'll already know because you read it in the episode title um <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to get each of them to independently tell me who they think wins each round during our recording session. And then at the end, if both of them have voted for different people, I will bring in a surprise third guest to be the tiebreaker. And if not, well, it'll be really obvious who the winner is. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Much like any sports tournament, which this truly is, uh, our competitors, of course, have been given a seating, a ranking from 1 to 16 in terms of where they fall on this list. And that has determined who is up against whom in the first round, which, of course, means that round one today of our Munch Madness first round matchups is our first seed last year's champion pasta trying to defend the title against this year's 16th seed who just barely squeaked in bread wow okay well now that i know the seedings and the the, the previous rankings of this then uh, actually that doesn't affect my decision because i'm an independent man I, I i would make my own decisions around here heck yeah <laughs> um all right tom here here's what i got here's what i'm thinking it, it's pasta Pasta wins over bread. It has to. Okay. I mean, I guess I should go into a little spiel on to why, but I mean, yeah. like, you know, this uh, clearly was the winner from last year, it sounds like. But I don't know. There's something... Pasta for me is a guilty pleasure. And I guess, like, you know, you can make healthy pasta. I get it. You can make zucchini pasta if you really want to, which is actually pretty <laughs> delicious. But I'm there for carbs. And pasta is a great vehicle for a lot of different meals that you can get out of there. Uh, one of my favorite meals is just simply fettuccine Alfredo. Mm. And I, I'm just salivating just thinking about it. And, you know, when I'm extra hungry at nighttime, maybe under the influence of a green substance, pesto, I might 
in my just hunger, just go get some pasta and put it in my mouth. Uh, if I cooked it from the night before, I don't care if it's, uh, or I'll just make some noodles upstairs. I freaking love pasta. Bread is good though. Bread is, bread is, you know, sandwiches are amazing. Let's not get this. Like, let's not be crazy here, but I'm thinking about like food that like, if I had to choose between one of them on like a desert Island, like I feel like you can do much more with pasta than you can do with bread. Sure. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. I uh, I had pasta for lunch today, so I'm uh, right there with you. I mean, I also, I guess I had toast for breakfast. I don't so. want to knock bread. Bread is fine. It's actually pretty good. Uh, there's several good types of bread. Maybe one day we can do top five breads. I don't know. But if I had to choose, pasta's just more tasty. I got to say, I'm genuinely surprised that you haven't done a top five breads episode yet. It feels like 2020 was the year for that. Yeah, I know. I uh, heard top five <laughs> products but that might not be a good <laughs> title it might not be very sexy of a title strong disagree all right so you're casting your vote for the number one seed pasta absolutely fair absolutely. enough fair enough well uh let's go to the second round then uh so our second round is between uh our eighth seed and our ninth seed which are smack dab in the very middle which means that Ooh. they uh were fairly popular choices but not the most popular and also not the least popular <laughs> So that works. <laughs> well, how many choices are there? Like bread just squeaked in, so is sixteen the max? Yeah. Well, there. So there's sixteen in this uh, in this tournament. So I had people voting, like sending oh. in nominations and whatnot. Bread right, actually right, right. almost didn't make it, but then I realized that some people had written sourdough as nominations, and I forgot to count that as bread. And so when I yeah. recounted, bread was like, "Bye bye chips," and chips got booted off. Wow. Maybe wow. Next year. That's a that is a tough competition. But bread, I mean, you can do more with bread than you can do with chips. So I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So our number eight seed is rice, and our number nine seed is burgers. This is uh I can't even believe that's an eight and nine choice. I'm very <laughs> curious as to what the other choices were. And I can't believe these two are so close together, because in my mind, like there is a very clear winner. And that's freaking rice, man. Yeah. Yeah, rice, rice. Uh, I, it's like pasta in my mind, except for rice. I mean, it hits home for me. I Spoilers, my name is Tung and I'm Asian. <laughs> but rice is a big part of my life. I've eaten a lot of rice over my time. And I think you can make such uh, fantastic meals. I mean, like my favorite, one of my favorite just easy meals is just fried rice. I'll mm. get some chicken in there, get some Chinese sausage in there. I'll put a scrambled egg in there. I'll put some frozen veggies in there and they're not frozen anymore after I cook it. Sure. And you make already <laughs> a tasty, easy meal out of rice. But rice you can do, and I'm just thinking of like the, what you can do with rice over what you can do with burgers. Burgers, no doubt, an amazing food. Usually you would eat it over the summer. Of course, I've eaten it over the winter too, but I'm not craving burgers the same way I crave rice for my meals, right? So like, I think burgers is really, really good, but it, it's a very limited um, scenario where you'd eat burgers, whereas rice, I think that's an all year round thing, baby. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I, I think that, you know, I try to remain impartial until I know what my, you know, guests are voting for because i don't want to you know sway you at all but you've already given your vote so i will be less impartial now i uh yeah i think i am a little torn on this one because i think rice is a lot more versatile like you were saying like i think you could eat rice every single day of the year easily Um, easily uh, maybe not easily if you don't have a rice cooker i don't have a rice (laughs) cooker so for me every time i make rice it's a whole 
process, you know? Oh, you got to put it in like a pot. Yeah. Like that thing. Time everything. I mean, it's a pain in the Tom, ass. rice cookers aren't very expensive. <laughs> I, I know. And I had one for a while, but it was broken. Oh, no. <laughs> it would just it would just make like soggy rice no matter how long oh, it turned no. Yeah, like the sensor inside that figured out how hot it was supposed to be would turn off as soon as it got hot at all. So it like wouldn't cook the rice. Um, but anyway, I, I do think rice is a lot more versatile. So I think it can go a lot further in the tournament. But I got to say that if I think about which one I crave more, it's yeah. burger. You know? I get it. I get it. I mean, there's... <sighs> I get it. Burgers is like lightning in a bottle, right? It's like mm. I also am now also salivating over the thought of eating <laughs> a burger right now. Like it, burgers, like because like when you t- if you give me a burger right now versus just a plate of rice, of course I'm going to choose the burger because that's more of a meal, right? Rice is a vehicle, right? You're eating rice with something else. Um, so that's how I feel about them. They're like pretty different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to kind of put these two against each other. There are some rounds in this, uh, or some matchups in this first round of the tournament that are like really, really on the nose. Like spoilers, <laughs> the uh, the next round, which is not in this episode, but will be in next week's episode. The first of those two is going to be soup versus sandwiches, and that is a an absolutely bonkers matchup, right? Yeah, that is a, that's a tough one. <laughs> but like this that's one, this one is hard because they're they're different. You know, they're very different, and. I mean, like, I see where your head's at with burgers because you're a big barbecue nut mm-hmm. uh, and you're not going to barbecue some rice, I think. <laughs> so, <laughs> But you know what? You could do, you can do like paella on a grill. You can do you fried can, rice right? on a grill. Oh, yeah. You know? Get, yeah, that's true. <laughs> granted, you have to that's bring a, a cast iron pan and put it on the grill for that to work. So at that point, are you really grilling? I don't know. But yeah, like, like, why don't you just do that over your stovetop at that point? Yeah. So, well, you know, if you want to yeah. cook outside. There, yeah, that's options. true. That's fair. That's fair. I am a big proponent of uh, outdoor cooking of all kinds. But yeah, like I, I definitely, you know, I, I am a barbecue person. So my heart is more with burgers. But also on a meta level, like thinking about which one would beat pasta if if you know pasta were to go into the next round mm-hmm. i think burgers wouldn't but i think rice could yeah that one's tough like if that i know that's not the matchup so i won't spend too long on it but pasta versus rice is a little bit more interesting to me like rice again hits home for me so mm-hmm. i think i would be more partial to rice but like pasta is just so goddamn tasty and yeah and it's so weird because like the the structure of pasta can change like it can be bow tie pasta it can be like the twirly pasta or penne and like at the end of the day it's just pasta in a different form it basically tastes the same no matter what (laughs) right so yeah but there's different types of rice that are different right like jasmine rice i would argue is a lot different than your just your your just regular ass rice um so that's also and like multi-grain rice is also very different than white rice too Mm. so Yeah. yeah Yeah, that's it. Like, I think I think rice and pasta are similarly versatile and like similarly, similarly are kind of a conveyance method for the other things that you're eating as well. Right. Totally. Where? Yeah. yeah. I think about like, I mean, of course, I get bored of eating the same food forever. Right. So if I had to choose one, though, like rice feels to me like, oh, this is the safest choice. Like, yeah, sure. It can be bland, but like just put a little bit of salt on it, I guess. And even you mentioned soggy rice and like there are like dishes out there that depend on the rice to be a little bit soggy. Like Mm I I, there is a Vietnamese dish called chow and that's just like uh, rice porridge, essentially. So that's already soggy rice and that tastes great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's it. Rice can have uh, 
it can come in all these different sort of textures that make it really exciting and interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. have you ever fucked up? Well, of course you have, but like, not anymore. <laughs> like, fucked up cooking a burger? Like, not, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if someone undercooks a burger, I am so disappointed. Yeah. But if you undercook rice, it's like, okay, the texture is a little off, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You can deal with it. You can live, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, pasta and rice. Good votes. I'm, uh, thank you. I'm thank excited you. to see what happens. My Me suspicion too. is that those will be the ones that make it to, to the next round. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. If I had to put in a guess, I mean, like, I don't know your entire thing. If it came down to pasta versus rice, I feel like pasta would win and I'd be okay with it, but I would mm. still feel really bad for rice. Sure. Yeah. So, well, know. that's what I, what I find really interesting about this tournament and the way that I'm doing it format wise is that I don't know what people are voting for before they come on the show. Right. Like when I gave you the when I told you who was in the matchups today in advance, yeah. I specifically said, these are who I'm getting you to vote between. Do not tell me any of your thoughts about them until we're on the recording. Cause I'm trying to be as like, you know, yep. anything can happen as possible with this. So I don't want to sway my voters. I don't want to like yep. have of any course. concept beforehand, except for what I think in my heart should be the winners. Yep. Um, so the second person coming on the episode, I don't know what, what that person is going to vote for either. Um, so I don't know in advance if I'm going to need a third person to vote. I don't yeah, know. You if want it's it to be a, a surprise. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. We have a famous saying in the pod cavern, which is save it for the cast, which I tell everybody as right. soon as they start talking about what they're going to say on the podcast, I basically just shout at them, say, save it for the cast. Stop talking right now. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. Well, that's it. So now I'm like, okay, like, you know, it is my, my guess is that pasta will be unanimous. Yeah. And we might need a tiebreaker for rice versus burgers. Yeah, I, I don't no know idea. who the other guest is that you're going to have to vote between the two, but if they vote burgers, send me their contact information so I can fight them. Okay. From a distance, of course, because sure. it's COVID. Yeah, yeah, socially distant yeah. fighting. That's right. That's, That's kind right. of jousting a little bit. Oh, I can joust. Like, oh. joust, how how long is it? Hang on. Before we wrap the episode up, this is important. This feels how, like a... How long is a lance? Is that what you're going to A ask? lance is like what that's called. Stick. It's not called a jousting stick. Yes. Lance. Yeah. Lance. Um, uh, I don't, it, six, it seems really long. Six and a half to 10 feet. Wow. So you know what? I think, I think jousting is the perfect social distance fighting method because you're already uh, wearing a mask. You're already you're right, using yeah. a weapon that keeps you at least six feet apart. And yeah. we all know horses can't get COVID. That's right. Doing yeah. And we'd have to forego the part where some people, they joust, one person falls off and it's like a hockey match where they think it's bullshit. And then they both end up off the horse and start fighting each other. We'd have to forego that part. Sure. It's just jousting. Yeah. It's a gentleman's joust. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, Tung, thank you so much for participating in uh, the first matchup of round one of Munch Madness 2021. Uh, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up, and/or things that you would like to plug? No, I love this tournament format you got going on. I'm looking forward to seeing who the winner is, and I will get angry at uh, whatever choice is made because I'm very passionate about food. So, and I like to play devil's advocate because I'm annoying like that. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for that, Tom. Where can people find you if they want to find you? Well, they can find me as i was gonna say executive producer but that's not my title as we discussed <laughs> pre-show i am uh then we joked about that i'm the god of the pod cavern might be a little bit too high and mighty so i you can find the rest of the shows in the pod cavern that i host uh, on our network at www.podcavern.com the most exciting thing that we have going on uh coming very soon on march 20th 
is we have something called Cinema Saves the World, which we do about once or twice a year, where we marathon uh, myself at the Pod Cavern and Pull the Plug podcast. We marathon movies in a day to raise money for charity. And this time around, we are raising money for Humane Canada to protect our furry friends out there. And yeah, if you donate, you can get a lot of cool prizes. So check that out at podcavern.com. Are furries a protected people group now? Yeah, that's right. Sweet. Yep. Good uh-huh. to know. And it's uh, to be clear, it's we're protecting furries. So we're not protecting, uh, you know, dogs and cats. We're talking we're talking about the people who love furry animals. Yeah. To, uh, you know, uh, those people need to be protected because they get judged. Yeah. I think you that's know? fair. No kink shaming. It's 2021. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yes, if you can donate even a little bit, uh, that would be fantastic. And one of the big prizes we have is if you donate $20, uh, we are partnering with Banco Pet Foods. And that means if you donate $20, they're going to send you dog treats to anywhere in Canada for free. So that's, that's amazing. Cool. Yeah. That is awesome. Is there? Do you know offhand if there's an option to... Um if you don't have a dog but you still want to donate dog treats yeah I, I, I guess they can send them to you and you can just find someone with a dog well here yeah exactly so that's that was a concern because i was like do they do cat food they don't they do dog food and okay, the dog food okay. is amazing but you know friends and family who have a dog so you can get it sent over there or if you want us to send it to like you know a shelter we can do that too amazing yeah cool yeah, that's it for uh, me. <laughs> so that's March 20th, yeah? March 20th, that's right. But you can donate in advance now. We do have our donation link open now. Awesome. I will include uh, a link to that in the description of this episode so that people can check it out. Amazing. Well, thanks, Dan. Thank you, Tom. Talk to you soon. This week's episode is brought to you in part by an anonymous donation on behalf of Head & Hands. Head & Hands is a clinic in my neighborhood of NDG that's provided legal, medical, and social services to young people since the 1970s. Their goal is to provide preventative, inclusive, non-judgmental, and holistic resources for youth in Montreal to help the community at large. You can learn everything about what they're doing at headandhands.ca, and there's a link in the description of this episode for ease of access. If you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to so that you never miss a new episode. While you're at it, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend. For every new rating and review I get during the month of March, I'll be donating $2 to The Depot, my local food bank here in Montreal. They can turn every $1 into $3, which means that your free rating and review does $6 of good for a family in need. You can read all about what The Depot is doing at the link in the description below. I also want to let you know that our network, the Upford Network, is in the middle of a massive fundraising campaign right now over on Indiegogo. At the time of recording, we've raised just under $2,800, which is super amazing. We've surpassed our original goal, and now we get to move on to our first stretch goal, where, if we can raise a total of $5,000, we'll be able to donate a full recording setup to two separate youth centers here in NDG. I am very excited to be able to tell you that we're partnering with the Walkley Center and the St. Raymond Center, two fantastic community-run organizations, to help them create space for the young people in our area to make their voices heard. It's been a dream of mine for a really long time to find ways to give back to my community through podcasting, and it feels really good to have finally found a concrete way to do that. But we can only do it with your help. So if you've got even a buck to spare, hit the Indiegogo link in the description of this episode and go donate. Help us reach that $5,000 goal. There are a lot of awesome perks up for grabs for you as well, and if money is too tight for you to make a financial donation, we also have a really great referral contest going on, where you can win over $200 worth of perks just by getting your friends to donate on your behalf. All the information about that is at the Indiegogo link in the description, or you can reach out to me directly to get a little bit of extra help. 
Help us make podcasting awesome and accessible in our neighborhood for years to come. All right, back to the show. The second person I'm talking to on this, the very first matchup of round one of Munch Madness, is another recurring guest here on Up for Discussion. You know him, you love him, you probably heard him talk about cereal and or soup. He is one of the co-hosts of Left Trigger, Right Trigger, the video game book club podcast, and also one of the co-hosts of This Week in Blaseball. If you don't know what Blaseball is, you're in for a treat. (laughs) It's a mess and I love it. And you can also find him on Twitter at Mario Prime, where you can get links to all of the various places where he does the writings, because in addition to being a fantastic podcaster, he is also a fantastic writer. Let's give it the hell up for Giovanni Colantonio. Wow, what an intro. I can't, I, I, it's, that's a beautiful intro for someone who comes on your show from time to time and says that like soup is a, is a bowl or something, I, whatever I have argued in the past. Yeah, you do word crimes here, but you know what? That's what the show yeah. is about. It's about word crimes. <laughs> this is a show about crime, and I appreciate that. That's why I'm on it. That's it. You know, our network has never had a true crime podcast before, and so I thought, <laughs> let's get really meta with it and do crime. A do crime podcast. That's, yeah, they're going to make a true crime podcast about this podcast. It's going to be the first ever true crime podcast podcast. If people go back to like five and a half, almost six years ago and listen to mm-hmm. like the first few episodes of the show that are like so old they're not on the iTunes feed anymore you'll actually Uh hear little little things that I dropped in that are hints at the crime that I'm going to commit in June of 2021 yeah people are really going to be coming back into the archives and being like but wait then they said this (laughs) antelope murder you heard it here first so Giovanni (laughs) let's dive right in Um, yes so the way that I'm doing it this year for Munch Madness is that I'm interviewing not even interviewing I'm calling up two people per episode (laughs) and getting them to tell me their votes now both of my guests have not told me in advance any of their thoughts about the, com- the competitors in the rounds that we are doing today. I am going into these conversations with no concept of what either person is going to vote for beyond what I know about them as people, obviously. And yeah. uh, if there's a tie in either of them, I will have to bring in a third person to do the tiebreaker vote. Um, but otherwise, after this conversation, we should know maybe who the winner of each of the matchups is. So I'm not going to tell you how the votes went in the first round, or okay. not the first round, the first half of the show, because uh, I don't want to sway you at all sure sure <laughs> so this nothing's be... gonna sway me I, I i'm my mind's made up that's fair yeah I, I mean i think that anyone coming into these two matchups today would probably have their mind made up because they're mm-hmm. both contentious um but i'm also not going to tell you who the winners are until sure, the episode sure. comes out so yeah this will just be a nice little mystery for you wrapped up in a podcast Ooh, i like that like a little burrito crime <laughs> like a little burrito crime a little <laughs> criminal burrito okay. um <laughs> so <laughs> speaking of things that are <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Let's see if I can do this. Speaking of things that are sometimes wrapped up like little burritos, uh, our number one seed, and of course, one of the two competitors in the first matchup here on round one of Munch Madness is pasta. And going up against it is our 16th seed, bread. So Giovanni, who do you think wins between pasta and bread? And what's your reasoning behind that? Wow, bread's the 16th seed. That's actually that's surprising that that's so low. Um, I, I think this is actually a pretty fair matchup. I mean, let's let's break it down before before I give my answer here, right? Um, because, you know, for, for one, I mean, bread is great. Bread is, uh, there's so much you can do with bread. There's so many different types of bread. Um, it, it is a very important source of food. I feel like, you know, it is it is cheap. Um, it is necessary in... in a lot of different contexts, you know, you, you always see kind of old cinema or old stories where like bread is like fundamental, you know, d- no matter what, uh, 
uh, income class you are, like you, you kind of need it. It's like gold at certain points in history. Um, and then you know, on the other side, you have pasta, which obviously is a uh, extremely important um, and and delicious. And there's so much that you can do with it. Um, you know, we've talked about it at length, I think, on on times that I've been on before, um, and and why I'm a fan of it. Um, I think for this one, uh, I, I, you know, I weighed a lot of back and forth uh, on this, and uh, I think I'm gonna. Um, there's really one deciding factor for this for me that really pushes over the edge, and it's that Tom, I'm Italian. What? What, I, what did you think? What did you think? I was, obviously, it's pasta, you you fool. Why <laughs> did you think I was going to come on this show and say something different? What did you? What was? What was your expectation here? <laughs> yeah, it's pasta. Duh. All right. My name's Giovanni Colantonio. Come on. What is your name Italian? I hadn't noticed. <laughs> In all seriousness, it's pasta. I don't know. It's great. It's a delight. You can put up all sorts of stuff on it. It's good. It's my entire diet. It's all I ate as a child. Bread is great. But also, talking about the kind of like, oh, you know, universal gold of, of, of bread. I mean, that's the same thing in Italy, right, with pasta. Pasta right. I mean, that's like the, the simplest part of the diet and the, something that everybody can eat from commoners to uh, up. Um, and so that's really important. Also, I'm 100% Italian, and my dad's from Italy. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, my my kind of feeling between these two is like, I maybe I eat more bread than I do pasta, but I would still vote for pasta. Yeah, I mean, th- that's the thing. Like, bread, you can do a lot with bread, I, I genuinely. Like, you can do a lot. You can make a lot of really cool breads. Um, and, and I'm not, you know, I, I, I would never disparage it because it's bread, baby. Yeah. Um, but, but obviously, I think that, like, it, it, it is kind of a basic thing that you use to make something better <laughs> like you use it to make a sandwich or you put it on the side with something um whereas pasta you know obviously you put stuff on the pasta fine yeah. it, let's get technical but you know it that's that in itself is is kind of a, a meal and and you have a little more flexibility um with it there but i mean i'm, I'm above all else i'm an italian man who <laughs> who would get sued by the pope if if i said that you can't I know that the Pope's not always Italian I know that it's just the Vatican's all up in there uh, but you know yeah, I, I mean, to. I like to think that despite being Argentinian the Pope, old Frankie probably still cares about pasta He's he's gulping it down behind the scenes. They're like they're like, oh, would you like? Here's the thing. They're like, oh, do you want the holy bread? And he's like, no, give me the ravioli. You know, like he's just he's just constantly taking that starch and he's just shoveling it down his gullet. He feels he takes when he takes the Pope hat. It's actually full of ZD. It's, <laughs> you know, it's like he addresses the people and then he's like, "Time to have my little ZD snack." And then he just he just scoops it out of there. That's 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 Pope canon. Whoa! I just found out. Yeah thanks to an article from Mashed, that the Pope is, in fact, not allowed to eat very much pasta. It's because it's, it's too holy. They're like, <laughs> they're like, eat the shit bread. It's a, it's a humility thing, right? He needs, to, he needs to be humble. He's also not Italian enough. And that's it. Sorry. Yeah, I gotta be Italian to, eat, to be in the pasta club. That's yeah, the truth. exactly. Not Italian enough for the pasta. Apparently it's because he's had health scares. So. Oh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but yeah. He's not Italian enough. Okay, fine. That, that's what I'm... I'm going to go with him not being Italian enough uh, because that sounds better. Yeah, yeah. To me. <laughs> me too. Yeah, that's it. I think Anyways. I think the thing that makes that first matchup interesting is that bread and pasta have uh, very similar ingredients. Yes, for and, sure. And very similar, like, 
you know, you use both of them in similar ways, right? You use them as a base for something and then you put a bunch of stuff on it and make it even better. And yeah. uh, I I love that. I think it's very fun to have them up against each other in the first round. Yeah, I, I really do think it's an even match. And I think if I wasn't an Italian man who legally was bound to say pasta as my answer, um, it would still probably be pasta. But I think I think it would be a really close one. I think I'd have a harder time if I was, uh, if I was not a, a big old Italian. Yeah, that's super fair. <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe you'll have a slightly less difficult or at least less genetically swayed time with the uh, next match. I will. I will, yeah. Um, speaking of things that serve as a base and then have other things added to them, uh, the next round is between our eighth seed, Rice, and our ninth seed, Burgers. Ooh, that's right in the middle. Um, I, I think this one is a lot more challenging. Um, I, I think it's, it's very tough because, it, you know, if I'm being honest... It is burger that I like better, right? I, I love I love a burger. Um, they're they're just like very filling. They're they're a kind of delight. You, there's an art to making a burger. I, I think like a to really like getting the right spices and everything, and you know cooking it right. Um, I love I, I really do love a burger. Um, rice though, you know, is is very fundamental. It, it's very very important. Again, the same kind of the same thing as bread, right? Like it is. Uh, just like a very, very fundamental part um, of of a lot of different cultures and, and a lot of different food, um, and I think it's extremely important for that. It also, like you know, it's 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 vegetarian too, and that's great. Like burger, not necessarily. There's obviously veggie veggie burger, uh, but but you know, rice is a little more uh, universal, which which I think is important. Um, so yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, I. Uh, the thing is, like, my, my brain says, like, the answer's rice because, you know, it's just, like, it, it, there's just so much you can do with it, um, and, and it's it's important. Um, but I think I'm going to go with my heart on it, and I okay. think I'm actually going to say say burger. Okay. Um, I, it's hard to deny the the pure joy of, of like, making and eating a good burger. Sure. Um, you know, it's it's it really is tough to deny that that simple pleasure. Yeah, I feel that. I think uh, I'm kind of right there with you, where I feel like rice. Like, I, I think that I said this in the first half of the episode, but I'll I'll say it now just in case. I think that rice, yeah. let's say pasta makes it right. Rice right, versus right. pasta will be a much more difficult conversation than rice than pasta versus burgers. Yeah, because rice rice is a lot like pasta in terms of how you, like utilitarian it is right but i think i'm with you in that my heart is absolutely with burgers yeah i I just don't think that rice and pasta can advance i i I agree (laughs) like if you get to that matchup of those two it's kind of like well like i don't know flip a coin like who cares um (laughs) i i think you you need you need to kind of pick one as the the base you know like the the key one um and and yeah I, i just think that that is um i think pasta to me is more appealing legally. I'm <laughs> con- contracted by that. Um, so yeah, I, I just don't. I, I feel bad about it. Like I feel like rice, you know, in, in, in another world, could could really be up there. It's just that like you, you got to keep it fresh. You got to keep it fresh. And I really like. I love making a rice. You can do a lot with that rice. It's great. But like I don't know. Just like spicing up a burger. Like just messing around and being like, what if I threw like some paprika in this bad boy? Or what if I throw a little? What if I throw a little thyme in this bad boy? Oh, you know, what if I throw? What if I put some honey in this sucker? Ooh, um, yeah. Right. It's like a thing that you can do. Sure. Um. And and like 
you know, it, obviously, like, rice, it's like, yeah, you can stir-fry and throw, like, anything into it, and that's cool. Um, but, like, yeah, I don't know, just just that getting that right that right combo together is it does it for me. Yep. That's the good stuff. <laughs> no, absolutely. To, to the point where when I think about rice, and if I were given the option to, like, put a whole bunch of stuff on rice and do whatever I want with it, one of the most yeah. appealing things to me is honestly, uh, do you know about Locomoco? No, t- do tell. <laughs> so Locomoco, I'm going to look this up to make sure that I'm, like, getting everything right. Not I think, making something up? Yeah. No, okay, so I've seen, I've seen this enough on the Food Network. This is a thing I've never had, but every time that I see Guy Fieri eat it, I'm like, yeah, okay, I want that. Locomoco is a Hawaiian dish that is basically white rice with a hamburger patty, a fried egg and brown gravy. Now we're talking. Yeah, like just stacked on okay. top of each other. Um, I feel like the gravy is before the egg, but anyway, the, whatever. Um, <laughs> that's real appealing to me, and that's kind of like rice and a cheeseburger together, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. And why isn't that on your bracket? That's that's the question I have. That that could really go far, you know. I, I don't control um, who's on the bracket. I just count the votes. So where 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 does the bracket come from? The bracket came from uh, so the first four, the the four top yeah. seeds or whatever, pasta, garlic, pie, and sandwiches, uh, were the champ, runner-up, and semifinalists in last year's competition. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so I let them advance because you know it feels right to bring them back everybody else had to be voted in uh by a survey that i sent out that a bunch of people filled out where they could nominate up to five of their favorites including voting multiple times for the same thing if they wanted to kind of stack it in favor of like one thing that they really wanted to see in the uh, Mm -hmm. competition so that's how the rest were figured out the seating at that point was determined by how many votes each got I'm just I I want to make something clear. Garlic won or got runner up one year. Yeah, garlic was runner up against pasta last year. Pasta How, was the champ. Who is just who is just eating garlic as snack? Well, it's it's not like it's not a snack garlic. It's like garlic as an ingredient. You know. I feel like that's mm, I, all right. That's. <laughs> I feel like that's a little, that's a little, uh, I, I don't know, that, that feels unfair. That feels unfair to just be like, oh, the thing that you need to cook anything and make it taste good, uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, that's fine. I won't. I won't. I won't question your methods. I. I just. Uh, you know, so. So garlic. Garlic is in this year, huh? Yeah, garlic is in this year. It'll be going up in uh, the fifth matchup against uh, okay. fish. So you can keep your eye out for that in a couple weeks. <laughs> just, just any fish yeah. versus a garlic. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I have I like my that. theories about who's going to win that one. It's got to be a fish, but who knows? It could who be knows? anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, fascinating. On the one hand, I am allergic to garlic. So. Really. Yeah. So you, you just threw this sucker in here and you'll never know. Well, like I can eat it. It just like makes me feel real bad after. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I try not to. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is another thing that you will be, you would be kicked out of Italy yeah. for this as well. No, yeah. I mean, my, my grandma studied in Italy for a little while in her youth and uh, I know she's disappointed in me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't eat garlic. You're gonna you're gonna sway this poll and take. But did pasta? So did pasta win previously? Pasta was the 2020 champion. Yeah, that rules. Yeah, good for pasta. Honestly, good for pasta. Good for pasta. The thing is, the thing is, how do you beat pasta? Um, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious about what can beat pasta because yeah. honestly, it just feels like it. It feels like it's got the momentum going this year, doesn't it? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's every round. Like, if we had the same people voting every single episode. Yeah. I don't know how we wouldn't be able to predict the winner, right? But right, right. 
because it's different people every single time and they're not at the table with each other, it's really yeah. anybody's guess what's going to end up being the final outcome. Because um, you never know, right? Like Pasta might end up against somebody who just happens to be more popular with the two people on that episode. Right, right. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. Fascinating. Okay, yeah. okay. You yeah, know? I feel like I feel like the, you could be you could get a new winner here, but again, I feel like the Pope is going to intervene, and, and the Pope is the Pope your final guest. The Pope is my final episode? guest. Yeah, he, he gets to come on and like bless the bless the finals and be like, I can't eat pasta, and therefore the winner is toast or whatever is on the other side of the bracket. Probably, I guess the other side of the bracket would be pizza versus mac and cheese as the like final round of the uh, first round. So that's it. That's. I could see one of those beating pasta, honestly. I mean, mac and cheese, I think, would beat pasta by virtue of being a better pasta, but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's the versatility of pasta. It's the vagueness of pasta that really makes it work, you know what I mean? Like, if sure. you were, like, if you were like linguine versus pasta, it's like, well, pasta, because linguine's pasta. Uh, <laughs> you know, and that's... That's that's what pasta's got going for it. It could it could just do so much, right? And I appreciate that about it. Well, that's how garlic got as far as it did, right? Right, right. Like, yeah, that that yeah. that makes sense. It's the it's the versatility ends up being the thing a lot of the time. But of course, it's also a taste thing, right? People are people are yeah, yeah. people are voting with their hearts. So could you could you, could you here's my request for next year. This is just an early early front runner. I think sure. I got something that could really win this entire thing. Ready? Sure. Is salt. <laughs> Just salt. Just put. Just see what happens if you put salt in the bracket. You know there were a couple of votes for salt, but there weren't enough to uh, to make it into the bracket this year. I think you should consider throwing just salt into the and, and the finals can be salt versus garlic. <laughs> one year, one year we'll do like a. I'm thinking maybe next year I'll divide them into divisions, like uh, you know north, south, east, west. But it'll be like dish, ingredient, herb spice or something mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. just to kind of yeah you know give us those mini yeah. winners i think i think that's a that's a very good idea you know I, maybe you should have just a spice tournament that should be like your side tournament right it's that's like fun let's let's talk let's talk about the best spice because i got the winner there and it's probably salt but if i had to choose one i'll tell you what it is i'll give you the sneak peek of the winner of your entire tournament you ready sure it's time interesting it's time, baby. That's the best one. I put it on everything. Huh. That yeah. is not what I expected. Are you are you no. going to get kicked out of Italy for that one as well? No, no, no. That one's fine. They okay. allow you to put greens on something. You know, that's that's okay. Like, you know, they, obviously, I think they would prefer if my opinion was positive. My opinion was parsley, but you know, right. they're 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 okay with me. Yeah, I mean, I was even thinking basil, honestly. Yeah, ba I love some basil. I love some parsley. I love the oregano. I love all the Italiano plants that only grow in Italy and nowhere else. Um, yeah. But time time is 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 where it's at. And and you know, again, once you do that episode, once you do that bracket. Bring me back on. I'll I'll, t I'll teach you about the joys of time. All right, you heard it here first, folks. When we do uh, mini munch madness, the spice, the uh, oh oh, what's that called? The spice trail, the spice aisle. What's the <laughs> the, the spice girls? What I, I don't know. There's a bunch. <laughs> Wait, the spice railroad. What's the what's the thing? Yeah, the spice the spice railroad. That's it. <laughs> what's I it think called? that's it. No, you know the thing I'm talking about. What is it? The spice a spice rack? The spice trail. Isn't that a thing in history? A spice trail? Am I I'm losing my mind here. What is this called? What are you are, are you are you thinking of a breadcrumb trail like in the fairy tales? No, no. There's a thing in history where like where like just the, hand, the boring hand, white hand, people 
found spice in India and like made a train track out of it or so god what am I saying what what's well, happening I, I, to my well, brain can we back up can we back up really quick are you saying that there is a story about people in history building a train track out of <laughs> out of spices is, is that what you just said to me the spice route the silk road what am I talking about? The, the, the Silk Road is definitely like a cryptocurrency dark web thing. So I don't think it's the Silk Road. Uh, I don't know what you're possibly talking about. <laughs> What's happening here? Spice spice trade history is what I have to Google here, I think, to find out what I'm spice talking about. Spice trade history. Is it just the spice trade? Is it the, the New York Spice Exchange? The, the spice... Uh, the, the Epcot Spice Center. Like, what? What are you talking about? I think I'm talking about the Silk Road. The Silk Road was a, a network of trade routes connecting the East and the West back in the second century to the 18th century. And I'm pretty sure that it's where a lot of spice ended up going from, uh, you know, countries that like spice to England. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna believe you on this only because um, I just, I just, I can't. I can't. My brain can't. So I believe you. Uh, I believe that the Silk Road was was that, and that's good. I do think that it would be better renamed the Spice Train. I'm gonna stick with. That. I like. I really do like the Spice Train. I'm not gonna lie to you. That would be very very good. Oh God. The Spice. And they built they built a whole railroad track out of spice. It was one of the greatest accomplishments in humankind. Chugga chugga. Yeah, chugga chugga. Chugging down a whole thing of salt. Oh. Well, on that note, Giovanni, thank you so much for being part of this year's Munch Madness. Do you have any final thoughts yes. before we wrap up and or things to plug? No, uh, no I think the, the plugs are the plugs are there. Left trigger, right trigger, that's the main one uh, this week in baseball if you want to get into uh, an absurdist baseball game and, and hear all about it. Um, but other than that, um, I just want to say hi to the Pope. Thank you again for listening to the episode. I'm, I'm, I hope I did good by you. Um, you know, that's... All, all I want to do in this life to my friend the Pope is, you know, just um, just, just do good. So, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Thanks for listening, Frankie. Okay, so of course, we now know that in our first matchup, Pasta has beaten bread by a unanimous vote, which means that our underdog is too stale to move forward and our champion lives to fight another day. But we've got a tie for our second matchup with one vote each for rice and burgers. So now I have to bring in a tiebreaker. The one, the only, Alex Smith, Dungeon Master over on Natural Toonie. How you doing, Alex? Not too bad, and you, Tom? Cannot complain. I mean, I could, but it wouldn't get me anywhere. I hear that. (laughs) So, Alex, uh, you have the storied task today of uh, helping us decide on the winner of the second matchup here on Munch Madness, which is, of course, between our eighth seed rice and our ninth seed burgers. So, Alex, which one do you think deserves to go forward into the next round? I think the one that deserves to go forward into the next round is, of course, the correct answer, rice. Okay, rice. So what's your justification there? Burger is meat. Burger is sandwich. Burger is not staple, is not universal food that goes with everything also burger is expensive rice rice is cheap rice you can put with anything dollop a little laoganma over top of that and you have a meal don't even need to do anything more than that besides you know prepare rice and uh, granted preparing rice can be 
complicated, but that is why cleverer people invented a machine specifically for doing that. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Absolutely. I think I uh, I wholeheartedly agree. If we're going for the perspective of which is more accessible, uh, both in terms of like, you know, literal access, like there is a ton of rice, it is easy to come by, and mm -hmm. price uh, and, and utility, rice is uh, hands down the winner. I'm a little sad to see burgers go in the first round, but uh, that's only because I had money on them. I absolutely understand them going out. I thought it was a... I didn't think my odds were good. I'm honestly surprised that it needed a tiebreaker in the first place. I mean, don't get me wrong. Burgers are really nice, but as um, as somebody who works primarily in the arts, burgers are not generally finding their way into my diet. Rice, on the other hand... <laughs> rice i can afford <laughs> sure yeah i mean that's it right rice is affordable and it it is delicious and honestly like you know yes most of the time i'm going to choose a burger over you know rice but yeah. only if we're talking like you know a burger versus plain rice right like there are a lot of fantastic dishes that are served on rice like you said and so like with rice being the delivery method as opposed to the entire dish it just mm -hmm. feels like it would be crazy to give it to burgers no, exactly. I mean, rice is so paradigmatic that, like, if you're looking in terms of Japanese cuisine, in terms of the entire, like, Chinese cuisine umbrella, or in terms of, like, Korean cuisine, we draw this distinction that we don't in the West, where rice is the meal, and everything else on the table is a side dish <laughs> to the rice. Right. Yeah, I love it. Well, hey, thank you so much for uh, for helping to cast the deciding vote in this one to help break the tie for us. I will now tell you that uh, by virtue of this having been decided, our first two matchups of round one, that is pasta versus bread and rice versus burgers, have both been figured out, which means that we can announce the competitors for the first quarterfinal round, which won't be for you know, quite some time because we have a bunch of other rounds to get through first. But that means that we are going to have pasta versus rice in the quarterfinals. Ooh, that will be a tough one. <laughs> what would you, off the top of your head, you know, obviously this is not a vote, but what would you go for in that? A big part of me still wants to go rice, but at the same time, like, pasta has so much variety baked into the concept itself like you've got so many shapes you've got so many preparation styles so many different sauces and things you can put it with like uh, pasta encompasses so many different techniques whereas rice at the end of the day you're dealing with maybe two or three different cooking techniques in terms of like basic preparation and the rest is gravy except it's really not because you don't put gravy on on rice unless you're having loco moco fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair i i feel like i am really relieved that i'm not voting this year because uh mm -hmm. a lot of these matchups are very hard for me and uh, i get to just sit back and let all of you do the hard work so whoever makes it through the quarterfinals it will be very very heated i think I should hope so. Neither of those things are good cold and raw. Oh, raw? Sure. I was going to say cold pasta is totally fine. Oh, yeah. Breakfast of champions. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, Alex, thank you so much for uh, phoning in today for helping to cast the tie-breaking vote. Do you have any final words of wisdom about rice and or anything you want people to check out? I think anybody listening, if they haven't already, should go check out Natural Toonie, that show both of us DM for. Mm -hmm. Also, go Team Rice. Boo Burgers, you already lost. 
don't have to rub salt in the wound. Although actually you should probably rub salt in the burgers. It makes them a little bit more delicious. Yes. Although is it really a wound if you've scraped out the meat to form the burger? Huh. Yeah. Is is scraping the meat out and grinding it already rubbing salt in the wound of having killed the cow in the first place? Mm-hmm. Mm. These are the big questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Alex. Take care. Thank you. So there you have it, folks. Moving on into the quarterfinals, we've got pasta and rice. It's going to be a very heated matchup, and I can't wait to see what happens. But before we can even get to that, we have a few more episodes left to take care of round one with the other matchups. So next week, you're going to hear people talk about sandwiches versus soup and cheese versus sushi. If you've got thoughts about who should win in each of those battles, you know how to reach us. You can do it on the social media at Down With Talking. I want to give a big thanks to Tung La, Giovanni Colantonio, and Alex Smith for phoning in to give their takes and help determine the winners of this round of matchups. And I want to thank you so much for listening to Up for Discussion. Are you super mad about the results of today's competition? Tell me all about it on Twitter and Instagram, at DownWithTalking or at Tonsalatni. If you like this episode and want to help me make the show even better, you can head to Patreon.com slash UpForDiscussion to donate. For as little as a dollar a month, you'd be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendall and Carlea, Thomas, George Poppy, Killian, Sarah Angelica, Anne, Andrew, Laura, Erica, Chantal, and David. Our patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show, and you can find out all about that at Patreon.com slash up for discussion. We also have merch, and you can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at TeePublic. And of course, you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice and by sharing this episode with a friend. Our theme music is by Zach Ingalls, and our cover art is by David Flam. You can and should find links to support both of them in the description of this episode. Last but not least, the show is produced and edited by me, Tom Zalatni, as part of the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at UpfordNetwork.com. See you next week. It just takes a little time It takes a little time It takes a little time with me I hope you don't mind We'll take it slow this time I'm Tefra Jemian, the producer and host of the Yeah Podcast, a young adult lit review podcast focusing on amplifying the diverse voices in YA literature. Join us as we dig into the world of young adult books, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what YA lit can teach us at any age. Discover the world of YA Lit through exclusive author interviews, book reviews, genre smackdowns, and more. The Yeah Podcast, available through the Upward Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah! Dungeons. Dragons. Canada. The multiverse theory. Corgis. Queer representation. Reconciliation. Angels. Demons. Squirrels. Moose. Moose and squirrels. Sorcerers. Dinosaurs. Forests. Giants. Rogues. Warlocks. Plains. Sewers. Lavender. Natural Toonie. A Canadian Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Right here on the Upford Network. (laughs) 